Welcome, and thank you for listening to this episode of Leaps and Bounds. I'm your host, Tom Bash, and I'm thrilled to be bringing you conversations with some of the most successful CEOs, sales leaders, and home improvement professionals. When I started in this industry 20 years ago, tearing off roofs, I had no idea about what went into making a home improvement business successful. Now, having met with thousands of contractors, helping them adopt technology, and watching them grow, I'm excited to invite them on to share what's made them successful, what they're doing today to stay ahead of their competition, and the advice they have for others. On today's episode, I'm joined by Scott Mellencamp, Chief Marketing Officer at ABC Seamless. With a long and storied history, ABC Seamless has made a name for themselves in the industry. We'll ask Scott about that and dive into what's made them so successful. We'll also discuss their keen ability to identify technology leaders at a very early age, and we'll learn what keeps him up at night, what he's most excited about, as well as the labor shortage and what some of the solutions are to address it. Well, I'm excited to get this show started, so let's go. Scott, welcome to the show. Tom, how are you doing today? Good, sir. How are you? Very excited to be on here. We've probably uh, scheduled this or rescheduled this about uh, five or six times just because of how busy we both are. And uh, excited to be here and go through some of the sales and marketing and management stuff that ABC has to offer. And hopefully get some good conversation going between us. Absolutely. I know this has been a, uh, a, a dream come true. This has been, been a, a, a podcast episode that we've been looking forward to doing, and now we've actually done it. So here we are. I'm very excited to be here. So thank you. Awesome. Well, Scott, I always like to start these off by asking, you know, how, how'd you get started in this industry? Well, honestly, I, I had an internship at Menards. Everybody knows what Menards is, right? A big box store. So yeah. I worked in the building materials and plumbing department over at Menards during college where I'm, you know, maturing for another four years, you know, maturing, you know what that means? <laughs> uh, so after that, I decided to kind of pursue maybe uh, a sales back or anything, anything involved in sales is going to help you, right? In life. So I decided to maybe apply over at, uh, I applied at a hotel to be a manager there. Yep. a manager over at a home improvement company that's not abc i'm not going to mention and then of course abc seamless and um didn't get the manager job right away but uh that's how i got my entry into sales and uh first couple of years i worked here i sold you know sold about eight hundred thousand the first year and sold close to a million the second full year and it was fun but it wasn't exactly what i wanted to do i wanted to maybe influence a few more people and maybe drive a few more uh automation campaigns and how do you figure out different processes within the organization. And I got to do that by kind of communicating or talking more with the vice president of the company who at that time was Lee Wagner. And it just kind of went off from there. It was uh, doing a lot of the marketing and the lead generation stuff and the trade shows and uh, still uh, had sales here and there, but it was, it was just something that was a little bit more, uh, um, there was a lot more to the job role than, than just going out and selling. And as far as, you know, our sales guys go, there's a lot of things that go, a lot of things that go into selling right off the bat, which is now wearing about 10 different hats. I'm a financer. I'm a salesman. I'm a professional. I'm a marketer. I'm a babysitter to, <laughs> in a lot of cases <laughs> on getting back to their own campaigns and being able to send their own, letters and postcards or building results on that. So uh, sales really dro- drove me right into the role over here at ABC. And then basically just uh, everything took off from there. And now, of course, I'm the chief marketing officer of the company, which is really fun. And 
kind of been doing the this these job roles for about uh probably a lot of them for about eight years but the all it is is a title that changed so yeah yeah t- t- tell us a little bit more about abc seamless i know a lot of folks have heard of you guys you guys do a lot of a lot of good uh but t- tell the listeners a little bit more about abc seamless absolutely abc seamless steel siding steel gutters fascia we do windows but for the most of all or for most part we've been around since 1978 We've been an exclusive supplier of steel. So Hopkins, Minnesota, Edco Products, I'm going to give a shout out to them. Uh, They exclusively provide us with uh, the material of the steel coil where we go out and sell the superior product that they do in the United States, of course, um, to all of our franchise system. And the only franchise system that can get the raw steel material is ABC Seamless. And since we made that agreement back in 1978, uh, we've just taken off and we've made the steel markets in about 37 different states across the United States. Wow. And what's really awesome about that is the the guy that developed, we work at the national headquarters here in Fargo, North Dakota. Jerry Byers created the machines, developed the relationships between the steel supplier, and then a lot of cases onboarded new franchisees that came into the, inst- or to the franchise network. And everything's been going just, just great. I mean, here's the thing is like, there, there's no other company that can get the steel material that we get unless it's in box form. So ABC seamless overall, we've been on the top 500 remodeling list for as far back as I can remember. We typically do between 70 and $75 million a year. It's uh it's a great place to work and uh, they're great people that work here too. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, I'd love to know like what's, what is unique about the metal? Like what, What's the value that you're selling with that? Because it's different than what most people are doing today. So that's a great question. And here's the thing, like I can give you all specifications and whatnot, but for the most part, it's the people, it's the the experience that you have within the within the ABC SEMA selling experience to customers. So like 28 gauge steel, stronger steel than a lot of companies will sell. Uh, G90 galvanization, which means it's not going to rust as much. Those are two main points that we hit hard but it's the actual personal attention to uh, the customer in detail, which is the customer experience overall that leads us to where, hey, we've taken care of our customers for over 40 years. We're planning to do it, do it for another 40 years. And uh, that's kind of what sells us now. It's the story that we tell to the customers and how we, we show them you know, jobs we've sold 40 years ago that look the same as they do today. Um, and it's just, it's just amazing on the transformation of being able to show the customer something that, uh, hey, in a lot of cases, our testimonials will show a customer buying back in 1979, taking a video shot or content marketing out to, uh, uh, you know, someone in 2009, which is, you know, 40 years later and showing them, wow, it can look the same as it did 40 years ago. And then just having them kind of like think in their mind saying, wow, why wouldn't I buy something that's guaranteed not to fail for me? And that's why a lot of people go steel because it protects your home for life. It's not just a, you know, a vinyl product that'll last for 15, 20 years. Um, and, and also another thing with us, we've never discontinued a color or style. Um, everything that we've offered for the entirety of ABC Seamless opening back in 1978 is still offered today. So there's a lot of lots, lots of amazing things that ABC Seamless has to offer, but you can check it out at abcseamless.com anytime you want. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, we're, we'll dive more into the business, but 
I got to ask you, you know, I've personally never been to Fargo, North Dakota. Uh, I think I've had a couple invitations. I mean, you know, I first heard of ABC Seamless, uh, you know, five years ago or so. And, uh, you know, I've had some some uh, current colleagues and past colleagues that have, have made it out there. But I mean, I, I got to ask you, like, what's the biggest myth you hear about Fargo, North Dakota, when you tell somebody that, uh, that that's not from the area, that that's where you're at? Well, Fargo, North Dakota, for a lot of our, I've been doing with the national campaigns with Deb and Elizabeth and Jerry for a number of years. The funny thing is, is every time you talk to somebody, whether it be from Leap or Socius or Hover, I'm just name dropping a couple of things that we've yeah, had yeah. the last few years. <laughs> uh, they really want to come see Fargo because they want to see if it actually gets to 60, 70 below wind chill. Right. And uh, <laughs> we've, we've had some meetings where it's been that cold. But, uh, you know, meetings sometimes at zero degrees, they're still saying, like, guys from Florida or California, we haven't seen anything that's uh, below freezing ever. So the myth in Fargo, of course, is, you know, Fargo is the can be the hottest or coldest place that you go. But we always hold our meetings in December because typically that's when the least amount of production can get done. Yeah. So everybody that's ever been to our meetings that's listening to this, uh, this year it'll probably be 30, 40 below again. <laughs> <laughs> and and Scott, I think last year you did it virtually, right? Because of, because of the pandemic and everything happening. We did, and the the funny thing about that, I I remember I remember everything that we went through at the meetings. However, your background with the Home Alone background when you were presenting <laughs> your stuff, that was pretty funny. Yeah. So you know, I wanted to say this while we're in the little discussion here. Leap, uh, we hooked up with right away. Um, second company not new tech i think new tech design or whatever the company is new home look whatever it is yep, but uh look. right away steve stencil over there it's gonna go shout out to him we uh we built three different companies under the same profile when we started up which was brand new to him too and then we basically talked like a boyfriend and a girlfriend for uh probably three weeks on developing some of the things and uh, he spent a lot of time with us and just happy to be part of uh, being able to communicate with him right away and him be able to spend the time with us to to learn new things about the home improvement industry from uh, the steel side. And yeah. that's, that's the thing is like really enjoyed talking to him a lot because he's a very smart guy. And, uh, you know, we're, we're happy to be part of Leap and we plan on being part of Leap for a long time. That was my little infomercial within the, the podcast here. So I, I appreciate that, Scott. You bring up a good point, though. I, I don't think a lot of people would know this, but ABC Seamless, I mean, you guys are very much on the front edge, I'd say, of technology. Uh, you know, like I mentioned, you know, uh, being aware of ABC Seamless five plus years ago, it was back in the early days of Hover. And uh, you guys continue to adopt technology, I feel like, very early on. I mean, is that is that a strategy? Are you consistently looking for new technology? Does it find you? I mean, how are you guys always at the forefront of, of different uh, solutions? It works both ways. So we try to look for the the best possible, well, first off, ABC Seamless, we sell at a very, a very high price investment in a lot of cases. So we want to make sure that whatever goes along with what we sell is some of the best companies that we work with. So right away, it comes to us in the format of like networking through data. Like uh, I knew Tim Mush, he's the one that actually let me know. He, he's the developer of Market Sharp, if anybody out there doesn't know. But uh, he, he let me know about you guys back in... Uh, well, before you guys were really a company. And he's the one that set up a call between us. And he's the one that told me about Hover as well. 
So, and I know you used to work over there and now you're over at Leap. So you're really, you're really into the home improvement industry and technology parts. So uh, reading this book back, The Purple Cow, which I guarantee you've read multiple times, yeah. um, just basically saying the early adopter, even though perfection isn't there, it's still the early adopter usually moves to the top, which that's why our whole mentality over here is to adopt technology, adopt new ideas, adopt different ideas. If I go through some of the uh, ideas that we have for commercials later on this call, you'll be like, wow, that's kind of outside the box a little bit, but it's pretty exciting. So getting back to the technology question, it finds us in a lot of ways, because I'm sure you get enough uh, conversations or emails sent to you saying that these companies are better and better all the time, right? So on probably talk to two or three different companies every week about saying that they're the best. Within five minutes, typically you'll know if they've got that they got the repertoire or the uh, position to where they can actually show you that they're the best. And Steve, when we talked to him right away over at Leap, three hour conversation we had before we said, yes, let's do it. But uh, overall, it's just because you guys, <laughs> you guys right at that moment in time, you were just starting up. And now look at you I, right away, about three weeks in, we're talking to Steve. I said, hey, how do I buy into uh, Leap now? <laughs> and he said, he said it was already uh, it was already established and already people were buying in. So yeah, it's just it's just fun with the technology part because the way it was say ten years ago was all presentation books and maybe a DVD, and now it's laptops, computers, iPads, digital presentations, 3D design software, measuring software, uh, pricing software. Everything out there is has changed dramatically in the past ten years. Yeah. Scott, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, ABC Seamless was a part of some private equity group that was <laughs> like, identify for us, you know, the leading technology uh, companies, because, you know, you, you've got a good eye, right? You you, you uh, uh, were with Hover early on, you were with Leap early on, you were with MarketSharp early on. And these are all companies that are doing really uh, good things in the marketplace. Um, and I know you use a bunch of other software, if I remember correctly, right? Yeah. Other we, use a, we have a lot of different software, but here's the thing. How you get good at that is right away when I was tasked with the fact, hey, take a look at these technology companies and tell me what you think. It's very easy to see the companies that have weaknesses, but obviously you just make your chart and say, there's a lot of strengths here. Like I know you guys work with Hatch. I know mm -hmm. you guys work with a lot of different companies if you go to your site. Um, but for the most part, what we look for, we filter through is what they could do best for our company and how they would work best with us. And, you know, having the experience of being able to talk with all these companies or they're coming, them coming directly with me and setting up a Calendly link to where they have 20 minutes, 20 minutes uh, to take of my time or ABC time um, to visit about what they have to offer. It just, it just makes it easier over time, you know, doing it for the last 10 years, you, you find out, uh, maybe what the best companies are, the best people actually nowadays, the best work culture, because you were just telling me that there may have been a, a beer cut, beer cart rolling into your <laughs> office. If you didn't put a sticky note on your door. Yeah, that's um, correct. That's, yeah. When, yeah. What's a, what do you say? Wind down it's, Wednesdays. Yeah. We call it wind down Wednesday. So we do it uh, uh, every month and the, the new hires roll in with a cart of uh, wine and we make our selection and <laughs> it's that's good for the company awesome. culture. So that's the thing, like looking at a lot of companies out there kind of comparing cultures, you guys have just on how you do your posting, how you do your social media or content marketing. Um, that's what that's what we want to try to stri or strive to follow 
is setting that example and trying to follow with some example for ABC Seamless. And, you know, it's not copying, it's doing our own thing, but it's making sure that we actually commit to communicating with our employee base, which is the most, uh, well, the most valuable part of any organization is the employees. Um, customers, of course, too, but the employees are who who set your example for your whole organization and who communicate to the to the to uh, all the customers out there that are purchasing from you. So lead by example, and that's exactly what's in that Purple Cow book by uh, Godin, I think his name is. Um, yeah. And just, just a terrific book, so read that too. There you go, Seth. If you hear this, email me, let me know. There you go. Uh, yeah, I love. There's a there's a quote by. Uh, it's funny. They a lot of people attribute to Steve Jobs, but actually Pablo Picasso said it, and he said, uh, "Good artists steal." Or I'm sorry, good artists copy, great artists steal. And uh, you know what? He some people look at that and say, like, you know, that doesn't make sense. But really, what they're saying is like, uh, great artists make it their own. So they'll take things that are working somewhere else, but they'll make them their own. They'll they invest in them. They tweak them. And it becomes their thing and they own it more than just saying, oh, that works there. I'm going to just copy it over here. It's, it's really owning it. So I think you guys do a good job of that. Yeah. And I didn't know that came from Pablo either, <laughs> which I know Pablo very well. I'm just kidding. But uh, no, uh, you know, Brian Elias, which a lot of you guys know out there was uh, 1-800-Hansons. He, he, he owned that company till about 2017, I think. And he said the same thing. Every idea has been done before. It's just what you do with that idea and how you tweak it and make it your own is how people will follow you and more people will be a mag uh, more of a magnet to you. And that's the thing is like, ever since he said that, that was probably 10 years ago now. But uh, ever since he said that, you just start thinking like, well, yeah, I guess most ideas have been done, but it's how you take that idea and run with it and make it your own. And that's, that's exactly what we're trying to do here. And, and you guys have already done it. So it's, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, I'd love to find out more about like, what do you do in your day to day? What does that look like? <sighs> it's a great question. It's not very, it's not a very simple answer, but for the most part, it's just trying to figure out <clears throat> Well, we do on Mondays, basically Mondays where you, where we figure out what we're going to do for the week. Right. So we figure out, uh, you know, who we have to communicate with, what, what we have to put together, uh, whether it be uh, trade show analytics or reporting analytics on sales and marketing results or uh, franchisees that we want to communicate with about uh, machines, everything. So it's not only it's not only a, a small business that we run here. It's 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 working on the whole ABC Seamless organization, and a lot of a lot of meetings. And we don't try to have meetings just to have meetings. There's got to be relevant content to it. So typically we create our agendas and figure out what our plan is for on Monday, and then we do podcasts on Tuesday, usually with the sales teams and the and the franchisees. Uh, Tuesdays afternoons, uh, maybe relax a bit, maybe go out to eat or something and then come back and then try to edit some video and production for content marketing. Um, Wednesdays and Thursdays are usually where we hit the ground running here, try to figure out some new uh, communications out as far as plans through uh, email marketing or content marketing uh, for the social medias or tweak our campaigns on pay-per-click and Google, et cetera, and then uh, get out maybe an email every single week with what's going on in the ABC Seamless world, which isn't really a newsletter anymore. It's just a information piece, you know, yeah. so calling a news. Okay. It's ABC Seamless newsletter. It's just information sent your way, whether it be in written content or video content. And then Fridays typically you kind of wind down the week with uh, 
Well, we had scheduled Fridays for a long time, you and I, but uh, we decided to do a, a Wednesday instead because it worked better. But uh, Fridays kind of collect collect for the whole week all the information that's coming past yep. and then kind of format it on what you could do better or what changes you'd want with the sales guys, with the marketing guys, with some of the franchisees getting notes on each. So it's a lot of it's basically collaborating information to make everybody in the organization work at a, well, be more efficient, I guess is the easiest way to say it. Yeah, I think it's interesting that you have different things you do on different days. Uh, <laughs> because like my schedule, you know, it's like uh, every day, you know, for the most part looks the same, right? There's meetings, there's this or that, but I don't have days dedicated to specific uh, uh, things. So I, I think that's that's been that's interesting. It's usually how it works because more the guys are in the office and the meetings more on Tuesdays and Wednesdays and they're outside of the office Thursdays and Fridays. So usually that's when you you dive into your analytics and figure out what the plan is for the next week. Yeah. But like, just like today before our call, I didn't know if I was going to make it right at three o'clock, but yeah. uh, we don't have to take a look at the hitch on our display that we're running at a, at a trade show and event was, uh, was broken. So I just had to deal with that. So it's, it just depends on the day. If you're working with a franchisee, you could send out vector files for t-shirts one day or um, five minutes or specs on siding on the, another minute or uh, go out there and inspect the display that somebody hit or somebody didn't tear, take care of, or a show trailer that's messy, or a sales guy that's closing at 18% versus 30%. I mean, there's just so many things that you look at, which honestly is very fun, but it is different every day. Yeah. And those are just the days in general with more of the pie chart percentages are, percentages are at. So it's not like that's the same way every week. Something might come up to where, we need to focus more on training these guys on how to uh, script on the phone more this week. So some of that might take another four hours here or four hours towards the end of the week. But for the most part, it's you try to categorize things as best you can. But uh, a lot of cases, it's it is scattered. So a lot yeah. of things are scattered in there, sprinkled in there. So yeah, no, I totally understand uh, um, what I was doing project management for a roofing company. It was like. Oh, yeah, I, I had between like five and seven a.m. maybe to to get like the things I needed to get done, and the rest of the day, you know, I'm running around like a firefighter, just <laughs> putting out fires across town, and uh, no day was the same. But I had I had to specifically carve out that time in the morning to to get things I needed to get done. That's the thing, and then you never know who's going to call you that day if you're going to get ten calls or forty calls or sixty right. calls or a hundred calls. But I think uh, you should tell Steve that he's got an interview on one of these too. Yeah, I think it'd be good to find out a little bit more about you. Yeah, <laughs> I'll do a, a a solo podcast maybe one day. Yeah, just just mirror it. <laughs> yeah, ask yourself the question and then mirror yeah. yourself. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. I don't know. We'll see if anybody wants to listen to that. It's just anybody that's listening to this is a big thing. Is like if you're in a management position or whatever position that you're at, uh, it's just it's it varies. What what is the most important thing to focus on in this time? And if you're good at understanding the how to be the most efficient you can with your time and handle things, objections or customer complaints or responding to a Google review that was poor or communicating out to a customer that uh, was dissatisfied with service. It really depends on what the most important thing on that day is to take care of. And um, just recommending take care of your difficult things earlier on in the day so you don't fret or worry about it the rest of the day. Yeah, yeah. Um, Scott, I'd love to know, like, what are what what are you doing today that that you're most excited about? Like, what do you see in the horizon <laughs> that you're most excited about? Most excited about right now, we just hired two new sales guys, trying to get them involved and getting them at closing high rates. 
selling big projects. That's that's one of the most. Uh, another thing would be our new content marketing that we're creating right now. We've got several ideas, but then making those making those a reality. And one of them I'm just going to share just for fun. Yeah, it's going to be a, a, a shot of a duck pond where the ducks are quacking. Okay. okay, like you know, have you seen the the movie uh, Funny Farm, where they have the pond with the ducks? I have not. If it, well, you got to watch it after this. I know there's yeah. some of you that listen to this that understand, but the ducks quacking. But actually, people wake up from their house at three in the morning. A family, a husband, a wife, and three kids looking at the ducks, seeing why they're quacking. But it's actually the seams on the house that they're living in that are quacking. <laughs> So the house is quacking and not the ducks in the pond. Yeah. So uh, pretty excited to start <laughs> shooting that. But also we're trying to shoot a good culture video because, you know, the content that you get out there, we're trying to we're trying to attract young, excited, uh, work healthy employees over at ABC Seamless. And it's 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 a real struggle to to hire, you know, a new labor force nowadays. So we're trying to differentiate ourselves with how much money we're offering, the culture that we're offering, and how we're going to try to do that is a 30-second to a minute video um, going across the board, digitally transmitting it, social media, all over, well, all content marketing avenues. Um, so right now, that's what we're working on, and that should be done here hopefully within the next month, and then trying to attract new people and invite them into our culture and try to make sure we retain them and have uh wind down Wednesdays for sure. There you go. You got to start implementing it. Absolutely. <laughs> um, that's great. Uh, it's funny. I, I had uh, Chuck Toki on the, on the last uh, podcast episode and uh, you know, we, we talked a lot about um, you know, hiring sales folks. And uh, you know, one of the thing, one of the things I had heard from another contractor is like, they look for a specific type of person. Like they're looking for a former, uh, either high school or collegiate athlete because they believe they've got, you know, a specific skill set and uh, uh, fit well into their system. And, and, you know, Chuck had shared that, you know, he likes uh, somebody not from the industry to bring on. What's your take on, on like who that ideal person is to, to join the company? Well, I think Chuck said the same thing when he presented in Fargo a couple of years ago. Um, confidence. If you have somebody with confidence that could do anything, if you have somebody that's that's maybe that hasn't been in sales for 20 plus years in the home and home improvement industry and is is more moldable, that also helps because the last three million dollar sales guys we've had in Fargo have all been new hires. So they've been uh, people that are moldable or uh, past athletes. Actually, in two cases, there was one a, a very good basketball player one that actually was drafted into the NHL uh, that we had working over here. And that's the thing is like confidence, confidence sells. Yeah. If you're, if you're confident going in there and you're learning stuff and you're actually presenting and learning some of the scripting and techniques, learning your iPad and how to present financing or how to use leap, show different resources, show photos, photo books, albums, all that jazz. Uh, and you're confident in your, in your closing techniques and asking for the money at the end. Jeez. That's what you look for. You don't look for somebody that's already been, well, a curmudgeon by all means. Yeah. We, we've had, we've had uh, the guys that learned the iPad right away was very difficult when we started using Leap, you know, guys that are yeah. 60 and 70 using it. But once they learned it and once they understood that they could sell more because of the technology, 
they adapted to it very quickly. So I would say within 21 to 28 days, they were using it repeatedly because it made their job easier than writing everything out. So what we look for is confidence, I guess, in a short answer. But honestly, Chuck's right in that fact. You don't always need to look for another sales professional. You need to look at somebody that's wanting to change their life because there's not a cap as far as I know in a lot of uh, home improvement guys that are selling. So you yeah. can make 40000 a year if you're if you're kind of uh, half-butting it. But if you're really motivated and killing it, I know sales guys that make over two hundred grand a year. Yeah. Yep. I, I think a lot of people don't recognize that you can make really good money in the in this industry. Absolutely. And uh, it's when they get in it, they realize like, wow, the potential is huge. Uh, and right now that works for both ways. Inst yeah. Installers, some of our some of our ABC seamless installers from Bismarck and uh, and Fargo are making over a hundred grand healthy. Yeah. So that's the thing is like you don't always have. I mean, right now you can be a tradesman, come in at eighteen years old, learn the trade, and by twenty twenty one years old, you're making over a hundred grand installing siding installing yeah. wraps doing windows it just depends on your work ethic and it depends on how many hours you put in and really depends on how well you're motivated so yeah it's it's amazing and, and i hope that um uh for me it's like a passion thing like i, I want more folks Absolutely. to get into get into the trades and, and to do to do these kind of things and i don't think everybody needs to go to college and and a lot of people uh they don't want to they're not ready it's not their time but yeah you'll talk to a lot of people that are at 21 and you've got uh, on one hand, you've got, like you said, installers that are making, you know, a hundred thousand, you've got others that are coming out of school with a hundred thousand in debt. And, uh, you know, there's a big difference there. So I, I do hope that word gets out more that, uh, uh it, it is a great career path and there's a lot of options out there. And, uh, it, you know, I think a lot of people can benefit from it. That's the big thing is, you know, I've talked to my brother got married, um, a couple of weeks ago. There's a, He's from D.C., so politician, whatever. Uh, there's probably five or six very healthy uh, lawyers there, firms, whatever, that dealt with, hey, they had the question they asked, you know, why uh, why aren't there more people in the trades? Because, you know, I just, you know, introduced myself. I did this and that or whatever. Yep. And uh, they think it's going to come back. But here's the thing. Remember growing up, your parents are always like, well, you got to go to college. When has that changed? How many how many people has that affected so far to where right now there's more people than ever that are wanting to go to college? So when do you ever say like, hey, you know, you don't have to go to college right away. You could try this out. You can make some money first and then you can decide what you want to do. But I think it's trying to find yourself right away. That's that's probably the most difficult because in a lot of cases, people that go to college, it's just a, well, I'm going to go to college and just be away from my family and just go two years and get my generals and then I'll see what I want to do. A lot of people don't know what they want to do. All I, all we know, and we've already been through it because you must, you roofed at some point, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, and then you were in the military too, I believe. Yep. 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 So you've been through that. You went through that cycle to where, you know, you probably didn't know exactly what you wanted to do right away, but now you're doing what you want to do. I assume. Yep. And, that, and that's the thing with a lot of people, it just takes more time. They, they, they make their decision later. And I think the, the way we propose it is, you know, telling them right away, you can make this amount of money. So you have two, three years or whatever plan you want, come over to ABC Seamless for four or five years and install, make some money and then make your decision if you want to, because you can grow with ABC too. And that's the big thing. I'm going to do a little tote here, yeah. but a lot of our installers that started here 
have uh, went on to pursue careers of actually managing their own franchise organization. Um, well, I'm looking at a map right now, but from 36, 37 different states across the United States, we're still looking for Colorado and Arizona. Why not come over to ABC, work a few years, learn the trade, learn the industry, start your own franchise. I mean, that's a big thing. A lot of people don't think of like the bigger picture. They look at like, well, what do I want to, what do I want to do now? I'm going to go to school and become a businessman. I'm going to work behind a desk, make 50, 60 grand a year, whatever. You can start installing in Fargo, North Dakota, or wherever we have ABC Seamless dealers for more than that. Yeah. And it's just the value system, I think. Yep, absolutely. It's a, it's also a mind a mind shift, and I I think it'll get there. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of I hope you know, so. Student student debt's a big issue. Lack of a labor force is a big issue, and so I think those two um, I think will will continue to rise rise up to the surface, and and hopefully more will be done to to help out. So do I. Um, so Scott, I asked you, you know, what you're excited about, but I got to ask you also, like, what <laughs> keeps you up? What keeps you up at night? Well, you know, I. I want to own my own franchise sometimes. So keeping me up at night is how, how we can be more efficient as a company because it's going to help everyone at that company yeah. uh, gel together more to understand the business more. And that's kind of what keeps me up at night is thinking about every part of the business versus just my own. Sometimes that gets me into trouble though. Not going to lie. You might yeah. overstep your bounds a little bit here or there or ask certain questions that make people feel uh you know, that I'm, you know, interrogating them to some degree, but it's, it's trying to understand the business overall. And that's what I've learned over the years, being able to work with the president and vice president of the company pretty much on a day-to-day -day basis is you should ask those questions. If you're really excited about, uh, you know, your future or your family's future to better your life and their life, you should be asking the questions, you know, that, that make you tick. And right yeah. now, like the whole, since I've been, since I was 25 years old, which is however many years ago, 10 years, <laughs> um, <laughs> I've wanted, I wanted to pursue owning my own business. And I truly believe in the home improvement industry as anybody or well, everybody needs work done in their house. So what, what better business to be a part of and what better business to make a higher margin in to better your life and your family's life than, uh, than doing an ABC seamless thing or doing a home improvement thing. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I, I got another question here for you. Yeah. Why do you think, why do you think customers choose to work with ABC Seamless? Well, that's also a great question. <laughs> um, hopefully, this is a great answer. Customers choose to work with ABC Seamless because they know that we could put them at peace or give them peace of mind, knowing that we've been around for so long. Kind of like, uh, how do you know when you buy chicken noodle soup from Campbell's at the grocery store? How do you know it's going to taste good? You just do, just like that commercial with, I never knew there was chicken in the soup, Campbell soup, <laughs> boom. That's the big thing is it's what ex what's expected out of a company. And out of ABC Seamless dealers, everything is expected from the customer. And we rarely disappoint. And that's the big thing is if somebody can, just like Nike shoes or any other, any other company out there, you can mention that, you know, Mercedes Benz or whatever. We like to, we like to, basically compare ourselves to a Cadillac of steel siding. And if you can compare yourselves to a Cadillac of steel siding, that's what image we try to portray. And by portraying that image with how we protect customers' homes and how we protect their legacy on their farms or their lake homes. Uh, you know, we, we protected homes for, well, over 40 years, close to 50 years now. 
if we could put their mind at ease, letting them know that they're not going to ever have to do anything other than doing a steel siding job once every hundred years. That's what we like to do. Yeah. And with, with our service that comes after the fact is second to none, because if someone has an issue with the siding for some reason, peeling or rusting, et cetera, we also have the co-authored warranty with Edco products in Hopkins, Minnesota that protects the homeowner to where they know we can get that same color material and not pass that cost off to the homeowner because we've got that under, written under our warranty of how long we're going to protect their home. So peace of mind could have been the simple answer, but I had to, I had to go on that little <laughs> tangent. No, I like it. I, I appreciate the context and giving a little more, giving a little more color there. Um, we've only got a few more minutes left, but love to know, sure. like when you're not working, what are you doing? What do you like to do? Family guy. So we, uh, we enjoy, the outdoors, we like uh, going swimming whenever we can, whatever pool. Um, travel a little bit here and there, go see family. Um, fire, fires out in North Dakota, you know, now we can actually have them again after the California fires and all that jazz. Oh, okay, yeah. But, but for the most part, it's it's really just enjoying the family, enjoying cousins, uncles, aunts, traveling here and there, and um, just I love all my kids. I love my wife, so the best time spent away. And that's the thing is I poured a lot of my, a lot of my hours and time into ABC CMOS already. So I'm pulling back a little bit and putting those hours more with my family now. Yeah. I think as the, the older we get, we're right about the same age. So the, the, I feel like the older we get, the more mature we get, the more we, we value that, that time with family, because like you, it's like, you know, I, uh, for several years in a row, you know, it's on like 200 plus flights a year and just all over the country and it takes a while though. really thin it takes yeah. a while to realize doesn't it though? yes absolutely like, like absolutely. you're like i want to do this i'm putting this job on a pedestal you can have that job on a pedestal but you have to remember you only have a certain amount of time with family yeah so i realized that you know not even too long ago but uh now that you realize that it kind of helps you be well a much more well-rounded individual that understands family is more important than you know work Yes. And that's, that was hard for me to realize right away too. So yeah, yeah, that's important. Um, only, right. only 200 flights a year though. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I think I think the most was like 220 something. Not that I was counting, uh, yeah, but I, you know, I didn't travel for I think a year, year and a half with with the pandemic going on and stuff and all the restrictions. But sure. somehow I've still got you know top level statuses with uh, a couple of the airlines. <laughs> I think uh, yeah, it's, it's it's still there. I was flying way too much. Uh, I realized at one point that I'd spent. 180 nights in a Marriott hotel one year. I mean, 180 nights is, is like, you know, <laughs> there's not even that many days when you go 300, when you multiply that times two, you know, cause it's overnight and uh, just spending way too many, way too many nights on the road. Um, but you know, so, so be it. But, uh, well, yeah, I'm, well, I'm going to ask you the same question. I'm not interviewing, but yeah, my guess is that, uh, when you, when you had that change, it was, you know, kind of like foresight trying to flip, flip positions a little bit to where family was was going to come first and then uh maybe that's why you came over to leap maybe that's maybe gave you a little bit more time to do that uh no it was but no that wasn't the reason but it was definitely um uh really the pandemic i think is what kind of opened my eyes on that because that's really when the travel stopped when when the when covid came around and uh like you i mean i just anytime i get away from work when i'm not working it's you know i'm with the kids with the family you know we're going to the lake to the beach uh, we really enjoy being outside. So anything that we can do, you know, as a family outside is, is really valuable. And, you know, my daughter's sixth birthday 
uh, was, was just a little bit ago. And it's like seeing those years tick up. It's like, how'd you turn six already? You know, like, you were, you were just a little baby and now you're, now you're six, you graduated kindergarten and uh, you just realize like those, those moments and those days, they, they're not going to get them back. Yeah. And they feel like they go slow, but then you look back and you're like, wow, fast. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And it only goes faster. So what we're recommending both of us is uh, for anybody that's starting up in a business or jumping in, make sure that you always spend time with family. Trust yeah. me that took, took, took me long enough to realize that. And yeah. Um, my daughter just turned six in uh, April too. So yeah, there we go. That's yeah, it's, it's <laughs> years. You won't get back at six years. Feels like zero. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, we're, we're over time here, but want to ask you the last question sure. here. You know, what advice do you have for others that are, uh, uh, you know, looking to pursue a, a similar interest to you and, and wanting to, uh, uh, you know, contribute to a successful business and look to continue to grow their career? That's uh, probably the toughest question I've had so far. Um, <laughs> You've given us a lot of great things already. I mean, to, to, uh, you know, to walk away with from this episode, but, uh, if there's any last advice that you might have for others, love to hear what it is. So let's see advice. I was at, we already went through the family thing. So that's out there. That's probably the top advice. I would be just make sure that you spend time with family instead of always worried about work. Um, try to inter office conflicts, try to handle that more quickly than you would without letting, letting people set grudges or having them miscommunicate to where, uh, you know, just communicate with those people right away that work with you because they're the ones that work with you on a day-to-day -day basis. So you should have a, they should be your second family. So like what the, what I'm basically saying is communicate directly with people and have them understand where you're coming from, but also try to understand where they're coming from, put yourself in their shoes. So it's not only you telling them how they should feel, but it's both of you understanding on both parties, understanding where you're both coming from. And that's like, it sounds like, sounds kind of weird, but it's like do unto others as you do unto yourself or do unto you. It's the golden rule is just making sure that they know that you actually care about them and you respect them. And then it should be felt on both parties. So that's one big part right there. Other parts would just be in, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to jump in there. If you're worried about getting your first sales position, just jump in there, be confident. And that's the thing is like, sometimes you doubt your confidence. I mean, sometimes, I mean, even, even now you, you doubt your confidence on some of the decisions you make. Don't ever doubt them. Just be out there, be confident about it. If you know you're wrong, make sure that you communicate that you were wrong. Just let them know, Hey, I made a poor decision on this. I want to, I want to rectify this decision and just communicate that out to your teams uh, your management teams, your uh, discussion teams, your meetings, all that jazz. And that's the big thing is just overall, the simple, simple answer for that would have been communication across all avenues. But uh, it's, it's much more than that because it depends on who you're communicating with. Yeah. Installers is, uh, is a lot different than sales guys. Marketers in a lot of cases, a lot different than your management teams. So it's depending on who you're talking about, put yourself in each of those positions in different shoes. And the more you do it, the more you're going to understand where everybody's coming from and the more knowledgeable you get. So every day, try to learn something new. Yeah. That's a lot of, uh, you packed a lot of things into it. <laughs> tried to, but I was, like, I was rambling too. But yeah. <laughs> no, you're, you're good. I mean, yeah. Be empathetic. Uh, you know, have confidence. Uh, I think all those things too, uh, are good even outside of work. You know, those are good things too for the family. Uh, yeah, since we were on that topic. Well-rounded well. well individuals are a lot more pursued than, 
static. So, yeah. yeah. You, know. I, you know what? I always look for somebody that's eager to learn. When, we, when we're talking about hiring, like I always want somebody that's that's willing to learn, that wants to learn, that's eager. You know, give me that person every day. And Motivation. Successful. Yeah. Be motivated. Get out there. Be hungry. Don't be afraid. And then just make sure that you have your life kind of in order if you can. But uh, a lot of times you, you won't have that until you until you find out what you want to do. So if what you're doing right now isn't what you want to do, try to find out what you want to do. Yeah. It's well, easier, Scott, said, easier said than done, though, right? Absolutely. Um, this has been really good. I really appreciate uh, the conversation, and I'm glad we could make this happen. I'm sure there's a there's a wine cart somewhere out in the hallway <laughs> that I'm going to sure. track down. <laughs> wine down Wednesdays, baby. That's right. But uh, appreciate it, Scott. Thanks again. Hey, thanks, Tom. Well, that'll do it for today's show. I truly hope you enjoyed this episode of Leaps and Bounds. If you did, be sure to leave us a five-star rating and review and subscribe to the podcast. We look forward to bringing you more exclusive conversations with some of the most successful home improvement leaders. If you're interested in learning more about Leap, be sure to check us out at leapdigital.com or follow us on our social channels. Until next time, see ya.